What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, got the whole squad back today. We got Ray Volo, got D Montalbano. Fellas, how are we feeling? It's Victory Monday. It's Victory fucking Monday, baby. Another Four, one. Two. Honestly, pinch me. I think I'm still dreaming. I mean, I, I'm just going to quote one of my favorite poets, uh, the great Travis Scott, where he said, I just hit a three-peat. Fuck three hoes I met this week. That's just what comes to mind when I think of the Jets. Robinari. <laughs> that was actually the whitest thing that's ever happened on this podcast, and I'm on this podcast. Oh, shit. But, yeah, uh, three in a row. We're making it five uh, by the time we face the Bills. And we're a fucking unit, so that's all that matters. Ain't that the truth. And let's start right there at the top. Uh, the Jets at Green Bay. Green Bay coming off a brutal loss in London to our brothers uh, in New York, the New York football giants and the Jets, a 27 to 10 victory. Ray, we're riding high. What do we see from this game? I mean, it was no short of domination, to be honest with you. They dominated them in the trenches on both sides of the ball. Uh, Our defensive line just was in Aaron Rodgers' face the entire game. Quinn and Williams. I think cemented himself as a superstar in this league. Yep. Too. He was unbelievable. He's unbelievable all year, to be honest with you. I mean, that game really says it all. Uh, a couple sacks, forced fumble, block field goal, just constant pressure. Uh, I, get, I mean, I want to just see them do it a couple more weeks in a row, but this defensive unit in general is looking really, really, really good. Seriously, we, we, we said it at the top of the uh, preview when we talked about this game, and we talked about – most importantly, how are the Jets going to fare when it came to the run? And holy fuck, the linebackers came to play. The 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 middle of that defensive line, especially Quinnen, came to play, and they plugged up holes left and right and basically made them have to throw it, which you would think is favorable with Aaron Rodgers. But, of course, he does have the lackluster wide receivers we talked about and Sauce Gardner a.k.a. Cheese Sauce, if you didn't see, he had a cheese head when he left the game on, and that was fucking amazing to see. But he was lights out. DJ Reed continued to play great. And, yeah, this defense, I agree. I'm going to need to see it moving forward. But the biggest aspect of this game that I just can't get over, and that's why, and this is why Victory Monday is sweeter than ever, is it was domination. We were saying it from the from you know texting nonstop during the game. How is it zero zero still? How is it three zero? And you know, yeah, they had a horrible loss against the G Men, but they were very much dominating that game for the most part. And then G Men just got like a last ditch fourteen points towards the end of the game, and obviously brought it back. But this was a whole different beast. Yeah, I mean, we did say early in the. I mean, early in the game. It- could have been twenty to three, and we it was. You wouldn't have bet It was three nothing. Yeah. Um, but Ray, you hit on it. I mean, Quinnen, this defensive line is just really coming into their own. Lawson's starting to play really well. Starting to get a, a ton of pressure. I mean, still got to get to the quarterback a little bit more, but um, ton of pressures. Franklin Myers been playing well. Even the guys that they rotate, Bryce Huff, is awesome when he comes in. Um, Jacob Martin has looked good at times when he's come in. Oh, um, Rankins, too. I love me. Rankins looks, Rankins. Rankins looks great. And this offense, I mean, it's it's really reminiscent of these Rex Ryan teams that we went to the AFC Championship games with. Um, run the ball down people's throats. 
control the line of scrimmage, and then we're going to beat the fuck out of you on defense. And we have now the corner, the corners, because DJ Reed's really, really good too. Yes. Um, but Sauce in particular, that we could shut people down. Um, and on offense, Brees is continuing his explosion. Um, he's continuing to look more and more comfortable. 20 carries for 116 yards and a touchdown. Zach didn't even have to do too much. 10 for 18 for 110. And we said it after the game. What if Zach plays a little bit more than a game manager? Yeah, I mean. Sky's he, the limit for this team. I, I love it, though, because he doesn't need to be that right now. They went out and they, they everyone, all those PFF dork, analytic dorks, Dean, Chris, all those fucking losers. Oh, my <laughs> God. If you, you draft the running back in the second round, it's automatically terrible. It's like, dude, you're fucking stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> they built, the way this team is built, they are built to run the football. We all knew coming to this year that was the goal. And this off the line, despite the fucking plethora of injuries at tackle, they are still winning. They they win every like the last three weeks of just winning up up front, and that's what makes the, that's what makes this team go. And that and you have two da- you have two game changers at running back, in my opinion. I mean, Michael Carter's taking a back seat as that one B, that number two running back, which is fine. He doesn't he's the type of guy who doesn't have an ego. I feel like he did no. it in college. He's cool with being the one B. And Brees Hall has shown. I mean, I wasn't even that big, like wasn't even that happy about the pick to be honest with you, but he's shown like Robert Sala said like we need a home run hitter, and that play designed reverse. Brees is like fuck it, I'm not even gonna pitch it, and just took it to the house himself. That's, that was sick. That's that literally why sick. he's drafted. Uh, he's got the size, he's got the breakaway speed. I mean, I think as a sure a top forty pick, but it was their fourth pick in the draft. They got someone who's going to touch the ball 15 to 20 times a game and make a difference. And more importantly, it's going to help Zach. He doesn't need to force shit. Like, I don't like no turnovers. That's all. That's the only stat I care about. Mm-hmm. And they went and they won. I Wanna will know- say he was he was behind on, I, I believe, two out routes to Garrett. Um, or oh, one it. comeback and, and one uh like skinny out route. And those could have been picked. Thank God Garrett played the ball really well and, and played almost defender. I believe he was uh I believe he was targeted on both of those. But I will say as far as Brees Hall in the second round goes, hindsight will always be 2020. But I stand firm that I wanted, I mean, obviously I love that we have Brees, but in that exact moment, I wanted Abraham Lucas or Pettit Freer, and I feel like I'd be equally as happy with either of those as well, especially with how much turnover and how much turmoil this offensive line has undertaken so far. But I digress. You're I would have been fucking I would have been fucking pissed if they took uh Petit Freer, but in the moment, but I mean he was up there on my board and it would justify it to me. And I wanted us to address, you know, attack tackle depth when I knew we had none and we and I feel like we couldn't trust Becton. Well, yeah. Well, thank God Joey D's making decisions, not you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving All on. right. Let's uh let's move on to the second game, possibly game of the year. Uh, when we were previewing, uh, it's Bills Chiefs. The Bills a twenty four to twenty victory over Kansas City. Patty Mahomes first time he was an a dog at home, uh, since he's been starting. Dean, what do you think about this? these two teams i mean both of these teams are going to be deep playoff contenders um but especially for the bills it felt like almost like a weight lifted off their shoulders that they got this done especially in kansas city yeah we talked heavily about this uh the chiefs ended up enduring some some secondary issues uh and injuries during the game which definitely did not help 
because they have been faring decently well, all things considered. And most people do not usually associate the Chiefs with having uh, really a lot of competence in the secondary. But we did touch on it a ton during the preview that a big, big, big aspect of this game was going to be a really healthy wide receiver unit for maybe the first time since week one for the Bills against that secondary. And all three touchdowns by Josh Allen were all bonkers touchdowns, all thrown outside the numbers, just honestly insane. I believe he went like 10 of 16 for like 200 yards and three of his touchdowns when throwing really deep balls outside of the numbers. And he made them pay on a ton, specifically the Gabe Davis one early, their first touchdown. Mm-hmm. I remember that being kind of the biggest, the biggest touchdown, in my opinion, throughout the game. And me and Ray talked about it. We did foresee that this might be, oh, actually, I did. Ray said that he could see this going over. I thought that this would be a, a low-scoring game sneak. You said on the pod, 24-20. Did I actually? Yeah, I was listening to it today. Wow, I pulled a, I pulled the fucking Tony Romo. You didn't say for which team, and because you were rooting for the Chiefs. I, I'm I assuming been, you were thinking it was a Chiefs. But That's a little biased. Baby. Pretty good game script, though. I'm not going Bills, but I do want to be fair. and. I mean, I'm just a little bit shocked that Patty Mahomes, obviously Von Miller got there with pressure, but when I saw 116, I believe it was, and they were running back out there down four, I was like, I was like, this is 27-24. It was basically a lock in my head, probably why it didn't happen. But, you know, Von Miller was a fucking man possessed, and I – I love the bold take by Ray said preseason. It's the best signing ever. And if they win a championship, it, it will, I think, be solidified as maybe the best preseason signing, offseason signing ever. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's I think that's really what it comes down to for me in this game. I think I just reaffirmed that Von Miller signing was fucking insane, dude. Yeah, really. It, it made that defense come together as a whole. Uh, he had that big pressure, I'm pretty sure, on that last pick that Teron Johnson had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shout out Kyrie Elam, our boy. Uh, he that that play was him. miserable. For I, honestly, that to me, I mean, it's tough because the the Bills they drove down the field on their first drive and they fumbled, and then they also drove down like maybe like their third drive and they went forward on fourth and didn't get it. But that Patty talked uh, that interception in the end zone was a, a big turning point, I thought. Honestly, it really it gave, I felt like it gave the Bills a lot of confidence. Yeah. And, you know uh, what happened? It was those, those were back-to-back drives, that, that fumble and then the interception to start the game. I mean, Also, I feel like um, a big part of this game, the Bills' offensive line, which has been pretty beat up all year, they kept uh, they kept Josh upright. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they had that one sack, which Chris said he was freaking – he said if that cost him the game, he would have probably sent death threats to the refs because Chris <laughs> Jones, like, stuck his foot out. I personally thought <laughs> the trip. Yeah. I personally thought it was a good no call. You know, it looked like he was taking too. a wide step, but I mean, fuck the Bills. But uh, <laughs> yeah, these guys—I mean, they really do seem like an uh, absolute unit. Um, I think t- teams. I mean, Josh Allen just—he's so goddamn big, dude. It's just you, like you said, you were you were uh, you're driving home on like that last drive too. That that uh that they had. Yeah, that play where he scrambled out. And hurdled the dude for 16 yards to set them up for uh, that, that hurdle. That, that to hurdle. Dawson Knox touchdown. Ridiculous. That play was ri- ridiculous. Quarterbacks yeah. don't do that. 
it doesn't even matter that they don't do that. Human beings don't fucking do that. I, I've seen a ton of hurdles from, you know, running backs m- more specifically. I mean, you think of maybe like Zeke, who had a few early on in his career and kind of made a made his name, not really made his name out of it, but but it was a thing that was associated with him for sure. And I just, when you watch the replay, it he does not go that low, the defender. I, I forget who. No, it was pretty high. That low. I don't even... Like it was at the absolute peak of his jump, it was wildly, it was wildly timed. I feel like I feel like Josh jumped a little early, actually. So like he was going low, and the guy had enough time to come up, and he still fucking cleared him. It made no sense. Ridiculous. I can't even tell what happened there, but it was just ridiculous. He's actually a freak athlete, and uh, I'm gonna say a bold statement. I kind of feel like our defense is built to try (laughs) to like stop them a little bit. Like I love our back end. I think I honestly. Jets money line in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> mark it. Mark it down. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> um, but both of these teams, obviously, they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And, I mean, if the Jets don't get there, I'm really hoping that this is a, a rematch of the AFC Championship game because these teams are fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll move on to our final game as the Monday Night Football game is underway. It's 3-0 right now. Denver, uh, we got Dallas and uh, and Philly. Philly, a 26-17 victory. Ray, Philly, undefeated still. Yeah, they I mean, looked they good. Did, yeah, they did look good. That uh, Their defense is really something, man. It's, it's crazy. That, especially that back end. Uh, did, did their safety get hurt, or am I mistaken? Uh, Charcy, Chauncey, whoever the, whoever the guy got- they he said that. after the game he's fine. He's fine. He said, he said soldier mentality. Damn, that's badass. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that secondary <laughs> really is uh, they're gonna be a problem. Uh, Slay Bradbury and him that's a really good trio. And I mean, Hertz is getting it done. What I mean, what else can you say? To be honest, like he's doing what he needs to do to get wins. Uh, I'll, I'm really intrigued to see this uh, rematch later down the road because uh, Dak's gonna be coming back soon. Right. And I mean, you have to really honestly give it up for Cooper Rush that he really did hold the fort down for this Dallas team. When Dak went down, I thought they were going to be really fucked. But it sucks because I, uh, not that I really have a rooting interest in either of these teams, even though I am a resident Eagles fan. Um, yeah, I mean, that was an outrageous statement. You, clearly, you clearly, <laughs> I mean, I don't really care. Uh, I only really care about the Lions. Uh, <laughs> tough season right now. But um, <laughs> but I kind of wanted to see Cooper Rush win another game and then like see what happened, see what Jerry Jones actually would have done. Stop like, would it. you have gone back to Dak? Like, of course still, I believe you Dak. still have to go back to Dak. I feel well, like- I mean, now you do. The guy just threw three interceptions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I was very surprised this game. Not really, actually. Um, they've touched on it a lot during obviously the broadcast and how I just don't understand how the Eagles are just, they just turn into like a different team when second quarter starts and like their point differential, I believe was 76 or 86. It's like the Warriors third quarter. It really is most wild thing ever. And then they just go back to running the ball and being really like a conservative team that lets their defense kind of shut out the game. And I, I love that mold. They're going to have to definitely break out of it when they get to really tough competition, especially in the playoffs. But honestly, I just can't believe that 
Uh, I'm all I'm thinking about is the fact that I lost my six and a half, uh, plus six and a half for the Cowboys bet on this because even though they went three straight possessions, pick fourth down, miss pick, and it was still 17 20 in the fourth. And I really thought they had a shot not only to win, but definitely keep it close the whole time. We said it would. You know, they would keep it close. And when it was 20 to nothing, I thought it would still end up being that way. I don't know why, but this NFC East, anytime they're prime time, we we talked about it in the preview. It's always just weirdly close, even if it starts out a very one-sided affair. Um, I'm just really – I was so out on Nick Sirianni last year after what he tried to do to this team and their offense. Um but you really see the addition of AJ Brown, just how it's exploded this offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm obsessed with their scheme. Some of these plays that they run RPO with Jalen, who's the maybe outside of Lamar Jackson, but he, I think he's probably better thrower than Lamar Jackson. Um, these plays where they have either Devonta Smith or AJ Brown in motion RPO, and then he either takes it or he fakes like he take he's going to take off, and then they have like a little dump off that guys are wide open for fifteen yards. Those plays are unstoppable, especially on the goal line. They're so fucking good when they get down in the red zone that they pretty much score a touchdown almost every time they're they're inside the seven yard line. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this defense is, I mean, their offensive their offensive line and their defensive line are just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean. Uh, trench trench wise that they're number one in the league and I, I mean i guess it's it guess it might be a tad close with a fully healthy niners team but other than that it, it is not and you kind of touched on it and when you think about this scheme and kind of what they're trying to accomplish them getting aj brown just makes a ton of fucking sense they love when you just said that all I can think about this is a specific play just from last night, actually, where that happens, where he fakes the RPO and he gets a 15 yard, easy, wide open Goddard. And they set that up because of what they have with AJ Brown and Devonte Smith on the outsides. And it's, it's impossible to defend all three. It's, it's, they really did a great job. And then also defend, you know, stack the box enough to defend, like you said, like probably the second or third, best rpo runner in the league so it's yeah ray you got anything else are you uh you good nah uh football guy right there just answered it for me that was good that's good stuff that's good stuff (laughs) all right so that'll wrap it for uh caps i'm watching the game bro fuck off We're uh, watching the game while talking (laughs) yeah need some need some melvin gordon in their fucking running lap murray gotta love that um how is that guy still in the league dude it's, i hate fantasy too much love um but the jets are foreign too um so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on here we're uh we're the third mark a third of the way through the season right now um so we're gonna rank not really rank but we're gonna put our playoff pictures together right now um going one through seven who wants to start we're gonna start with the AFC. Cool. Um, I, I could start. Yeah. Uh, I am not going to change one of my div- I'm only gonna change, I mean, one divisional winner. And that's gonna be the Ravens. 
over um, for those who don't know during the off season, we did pick our division winners and my division winners were bills chiefs in the AFC West and then Titans in the AFC South, just to kind of touch on the Titans right now. I mean, I think they're a, a team that's going to continue to do really well in the regular season and they right now have a pretty hard schedule moving forward with it being the 12th overall remaining. But I I think they're going to run away with it in this AFC South. The, the Colts, I do not trust at all. Yeah, Matt Ryan just had an amazing day, but I, I don't really see that as being very indicative uh, in the grand scheme of things when they have been pretty abysmal thus far. And then, you know, I'm going to have to see more of it. And number two, this Jags team just fell off an absolute cliff. Not even a cliff. I think they fell off a fucking... Is there anything higher than a cliff? They fell off the Empire State Building. They fell off, fell off Mount Everest, it feels like. When two weeks in and everyone was talking about them easily taking this AFC South, I was laughing on this fucking podcast. I'm looking at you, Sauce. I'm looking at you, Ray. I was laughing at this fucking podcast and saying that still Titans all the way. And they won three straight. And I believe they're going to keep keep on trucking. After that, I did have the Bengals winning the AFC North. I do want to change that, though. I think, and we touched on it, I think the Baltimore Ravens were, mo- for the most part, really controlling and winning that game. And we saw them really start to get under their feet and actually have a running performance, even though it was led by Kenyon Drake, a running performance that mirrors a ver- the very successful Baltimore Ravens team in the past few years obviously specifically in the regular season not so much in the playoffs but moving forward they also have I believe the 26th what are you gonna give us the playoff picture <laughs> I, or what I, 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 I blacked out for a second I was like where the fuck are we right now are, are, we, oh. still, are we still talking about oh, the south I'll be I'll be quicker on oh, my bad I, I thought this I thought we were gonna talk in a uh, talk in depth about we it. are but you want to give us like the one through seven and then we could talk about it oh, I thought I was gonna do divisions then I was gonna do my three wild cards well I, I mean that's how so it anyway, goes you pick the well, four division winners of the top four seeds and then you know yeah okay Baltimore Ravens <laughs> have so have moving forward the 26th ranked schedule and uh, a lot of these games i see them absolutely oh my god race sucks a lot of these games i see them winning handedly they're going to be home against ravens they play the steelers twice that you know what is that team they play the jags and they play at home against the panthers as well as the broncos a lot of wins are going to be had in those games and then moving forward to a wild card i don't give a fuck I'm sticking with the Jets. They played the brunt of their schedule. And moving forward, they're going to have the 20th. As the last four weeks in particular is at home against the Lions, at home versus the Jags. They play the Seahawks away, and then they play the Dolphins away. That could potentially be 3-1, and one, possibly even 4-0. and oh. After that, I got the Chargers. And then lastly, I got the Finns. The Finns are obviously primed to get Tua back. They were in it against a very tough uh, Viking team and with Tua back and those two absolute just animals. I think they're the best one to punch with Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle. I said it several times and against, this is something I feel I'm very vindicated in moving forward. They will also have a schedule that's a, a little bit softer um, than they've faced so far. That's my right. one fucking seven. To be honest, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure what your one through seven is, but Bills, Bills, Chiefs, Titans, Ravens, 
Jets, Chargers, Fins. Three fucking playoff teams in the AFC East, baby. Okay. It's, it's very annoying because I mean I'm gonna be quicker than Dean, but like that whole rant and like was pretty much torture. And but I, I agree with him on a lot of it. Uh I, the Bills I have as my one seed, Chiefs that has my two. I am also uh, getting off the Bengals from my division winner. I think um, I feel like they don't have really an identity right now. I feel like they don't. They're not really like their coaching staff is kind of questionable. I think uh, Harbaugh is going to get it done for the Ravens. So I think they're going to win the division. Uh, I still like my under on their wins, but <laughs> maybe I think this. I think this NFC uh, AFC North rather is kind of fucking wild. So I think I can see them winning ten games and still winning that division. And then I'll I'm going to stick with the Colts of the South. Jonathan Taylor's going to come back. Matt Ryan's starting to look like Matt Ryan. They're keeping him upright. I think that – I mean, it's going to be tough to beat the Titans just because the Titans, similar to the Ravens, are super well coached. But I think the Colts are going to be that four seed. And then for the wild cards, I'm going to go with the Bengals as the first wild card. I think that they're going to just miss out on the division to the Ravens. I'll have the Jets as the second wild card. And then like Dean, I think two, getting two back, the Dolphins are going to uh, – get that final one uh, teams. I just have just have missing it. I have the Titans missing out. I just don't think there's enough talent there. And then um, the chargers, I just think they're a little banged up right now. Uh, I think they're going to disappoint the rest of the year. I think they have a tough schedule that AFC West. So I have them just missing too. All right. I'll go through mine. Uh, I have, I think all the same teams as you, except the Colts and titans flip um but like you guys i have the bills as the number one seed i have the chiefs as the number two i have the tennessee titans as the number three seed right now um they're the only team i trust in in the i don't even trust them really but i trust mike variable so um i'll keep them in the three hole that afc they get a lot of games against the afc south so um i still have the ravens winning the afc north so we'll have that them in the four position I um, think the Bengals will figure out some of their defensive struggles. Um, they'll be my fifth seed. The New York Jets will be the sixth seed. And then we got three AFC East teams. I got the Miami Dolphins is that last spot uh, in the playoffs. I have the Chargers missing out. Um, and I have we're Colts, so similar. I have the Colts missing out. And uh, and I have uh, who, who was it? the Chargers missing out. Um. Yeah, three three AFC East teams, and don't look now. But if we do the NFC, I may have three NFC East teams in my, Yo, in my playoff team. Wild! <laughs> I'm not even kidding. We're in the twilight zone. I can't even fucking fathom this. Um. Yeah, but I agree. I think getting Tua back is going to be big for the Dolphins. Um. And the Chargers. I just. I don't know. They're like they're so weird. Week to week, they look like two different teams. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, they're losing. They're losing right now, ten nothing to, to the Broncos. Just, they just they look, look horrible. Wilson just got a touchdown. This this needs to be. Is it a long one? I mean, they need Keenan Allen to get back very very badly, and Joey, back and, and Joey and Joey Bosa is going to be out for another like eight weeks. So. Yeah, I mean, they need to win this. This is this is a big game. This is a, a massive game for them. Yeah, they have a ton of in, playoff implications. Um, all right, let's do the NFC. I'm gonna go first here. Cool. Uh, I got the Eagles as the one seed right now. They're the best team in the league. 
Um, I don't see them slowing down in the regular season. We'll see what happens come playoff time with, with Jalen. Obviously, quarterbacks win in the playoffs. Um, but week to week, really, really tough to scheme against this team. Um, and their defense is dominant right now. So number one team in the NFC. I got the Minnesota Vikings as the number two seed right now, and I do not feel good about it at all. But their division sucks, and I think they really, really, really want to play their first few rounds at home because they are a different team on the road. Um so I got the Minnesota Vikings as my number two seed. There's too much talent um, for them not to be at least in this top three. Um, but starting five and one ahead of some of these other teams is a nice little cushion to get. Um, my three seed, I got the San Francisco 49ers, obviously coming off a tough loss against uh, Atlanta. But I do think this is the best defense, arguably, in the league. And I think Jimmy G's been there, and he can get this team uh, – firmly into the playoffs and i think they win that division i do not think the rams are that good the four seed i got tampa bay and i've been saying to you guys for the past few weeks that i'm worried about tampa bay big time and you guys are kind of shrugging me off shrugging me off but this team stinks honestly but obviously it's brady come playoff time he'll fucking turn it on they'll end up winning a super bowl but (laughs) but their, their division sucks so i got them winning uh the NFC South. Um, my five seed, I got the Dallas Cowboys. Dak coming back. They're going to start to turn. They're going to turn it on. That defense is really, really solid. And that offense has done enough to win games. And with Dak back, they could be an elite offense. Uh, I got the Rams at six. I really don't like this Rams team at all right now. I do not like the way they look. But there's too much talent on this team for them not to figure it out, for them not to make the playoffs. And then the seventh seed, I got the New York Football Giants. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been extremely impressed with this team and the way they grind out games, especially late. Uh, Daniel Jones has whatever you think about Daniel Jones. He's got four drive, four game winning drives, uh, which leads the league. They're five and one. Their defense is really, really solid, and Brian Dable is a really, really good coach um, that they can muck up some of these games, get it to fourth quarter time, and come out victorious. So I think the Giants are are for real, honestly. I think they make the playoffs. Damn. All right, who wants to go? Ray, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go next. Um I'm going to st- – with the one seed, I'm going to stick with my uh, preseason pick. I'm going to have the Cowboys winning that division. Uh, Dak's coming back. I think they'll they're going a little bit of a run here. That offense is going to only get better with uh, them getting healthy, and that defense, like you said, is lights out. I think they end up just edging out the Eagles. Uh, two seed. I agree with you. I think I so I'm going to keep my Vikings pick. We saw Green Bay is very weak in both trenches. That's they're fraudulent. Good. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's just tough. They don't. They lack the weapons on the outside. I think they're going to. That offense is going to improve as time goes on, but. Right now, I think the Vikings, the two-game lead, and they're just cooking on offense. Uh, three seed, I'm going to go with the Rams. Like you, I am not like impressed at all what they've been doing so far, but they are defending champs. Uh, they still have tons and tons of talent, and they still have the, one of the best offensive minds in the league. San Francisco's a little banged up right now, 
So I'm going to go with the Rams. And then four seed, I'm going with the Bucks too. That division's Miz. Um, they'll they'll get it done, and then they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, first wild card, Philly. That division is looking really good now, which is fucking wild. Uh, I think they'll lose out to the on the division by like a game, maybe. So they get that first wild card. Uh, second wild card, I'm going to go San Fran again. It's going to be another close divisional race. It could, I think, both the the East and the West they could flip flop division winners and uh, wild card. Uh, and then my last wild card. Uh, I know I told Fab, I told Fab yesterday there's a fifty percent chance the Jets and the Giants make the playoffs, and I'm saying that only because it's a hundred percent chance the Jets make it. The Giants are out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Green Bay as a seventh seed. Uh, I'll put my money on Aaron Rodgers to figure it out, and uh, they they get into the playoffs, but they'll be they'll be out early. Love it. All right, Dino, wrap this up for us. Yeah, no, I'll do it. Uh, I'll do it quicker. I promise. My first seed is going to be the Eagles. Already said that. My second seed will be Vikings. Predicted that as well. Maybe not second seed, but I thought they'd be great, and they really are starting to. They nicked out some pretty ugly wins, and moving forward, it's just going to get better. They're going to get better as well. My three seed, I'm going to say the 49ers. They're just going to progressively – we saw them actually have a very similar season trajectory as they did last year. They got fucking banged up bad. I know it's like almost historic right now how banged up this team is, but they were – we were almost talking about how banged up that secondary and how banged up that defense was last year as well. They ended up getting hot as as much as they got healthy, and they ended up doing really well and obviously – had a uh, had a really good playoff run as well. My four seed, I'm gonna keep it the Bucks. Uh, I think it's just Tom Brady, and you'd have to assume that he's gonna get you know really on you know he just needs to get on time with his with his receivers, and the offensive line can't be a ton worse. When people get yelled at by Tom Brady, they tend to kind of amp it up. I know people are kind of speculating that you know it's ridiculous. Cause he was at a fucking wedding on Friday who gives a fuck. He's the most devote and the most hardworking person in the NFL for 20 years. Uh, my five seed is going to actually be the Cowboys. I think they are a better team than I thought they were. And I agree with Ray, obviously as that offense gets healthier, they're going to be good. And they are actually going to make this NFC East kind of a competition Moving forward, my sixth seed is going to be the Packers, and I'm not even going to really discuss the Packers to justify this. I'm really going to talk about the Rams, and this is nuts, but I do not have the Rams. I have them on the outside looking in, and that's purely off of their schedule. It is fucking brutal. Honestly, by my account, it is the hardest schedule moving forward. They got Niners, Bucks, Cards. They got Saints at home. That's not easy in the Superdome. Chiefs at home. The Seahawks, the Raiders, then they got Packers, Broncos, Chargers, and honestly, it I, I just don't see it working out for them. I think they're just going to be on the outside looking in, like I said, and that's mainly going to be because I have the New York Giants getting in as the seventh seed. Damn. I can't, I can't overlook it, but this team, when you have a team that's just finding ways to win, and I mean, especially these past two weeks, there's just something brewing brewing in that you know in that locker room and you got Dable 
You got, I, I think Wink is doing like the best job in the NFL right now with this defense. And yeah, that's my seven. Nice. Yeah. I had three AFC East teams and three NFC East teams. Yeah, I do too. I will also say one last thing. This Giants, this Giants schedule moving forward is maybe the easiest in the fucking in the NFL. Jags, Seahawks, Texans, Lions. Then they got boys. They still have to play the Commanders twice, which is awesome, and the Eagles twice. But they also have the Colts, which I I think could definitely be a W for them. And they're fucking five and one. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't. Well, I couldn't if, put if the Rams. You, if you in like, if you like that schedule, you you flip the divisional games, but it's essentially the Jets' schedule. Yeah, down the stretch, exactly. It really yeah. is. That's yeah. Gotta love it. Jets are going to the fucking Super Bowl. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that'll wrap it for we'll, – we'll come back in a few weeks and we'll see how the uh, the playoff picture is shaping out. Um, let's go to our bets. Dino, you want to start us? Yeah, sure. Um, third straight week in a row, I left some units on the table because I didn't have as big as balls as Ray. Yeah. I can pussy. see balls all the way from over here. Um. Yeah, I I took the if for those who don't know, I put two and a half units, half of my load on uh the Jets uh plus seven and a half. I could not get off of the fact I just thought that was a lock. Um I thought they'd make it competitive. Uh I did not think they would fucking blow them the fuck out and dominate the game, but sure as fuck happy they did. Uh and then my second bet, which I was upset that I lost, was two and a half units on Cowboys plus six and a half. I really thought that defense played well enough for that bet to hit, you know, three turnovers, not good field position over and over again. And they only gave up what 27 and ended up 26. It was 26 to 17. They lost by nine. It was 20 to 17 in the fourth quarter. And yeah, luck, sadly that lost. And I, I lost point three three units on the week though so not all that bad Nah, not too bad ray how'd you do yeah my balls are extra hairy right now you know because i'm a fucking man uh jets money line one unit to win 2.8 that smashed vikings money line against miami that smashed two and then i lost my teaser again i have not won a teaser all year so i went up by 1.94 units Nice, and I'll wrap us here. I also have been really struggling on these teasers. Uh, I had a Tam- Tampa Bay minus one and a half. They lose outright to Pittsburgh. That game was fucking pathetic uh, for Tampa Bay, and I continue to bet on them, and they continue to fucking burn me. Um, really liked the Seahawks. Should have bet them outright uh, instead, but that loses 2.5 units there, and the Bengals made me fucking sweat this one out. Yeah. Um, brutal. Brutal, but they cover the one and a half um, to win 2.34. So down just 0.16 on the week. So not bad. So, Ray, you take it this week for the NFL. But um, as we uh, as we recapped in college football, a tough five-unit losses for both of you in college and the fade god um, was undefeated. <laughs> Dean, you laugh, but I'm – Super hot right now. Super hot. Honestly, I respect the fuck. Uh, you know, Ray called it a Ray called it a lady move, the fact that you did that, but I, I can't believe 
you actually smashed it. I said, I said, it's a lady move if I just say, if I bet the other, like bet the way I would normally and then say, fade me, I'm not doing well. Like, no, 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 I'm going to fade myself. Like I pick the games and I bet the other side. Gotcha. That's not beta. That's alpha. That is pretty alpha. Yeah. If you lost to, if you lost, <laughs> Ray, to, you gotta know yourself sometimes. If you lost, you, it would not be looking at alpha right now. But oh, if I lost, I, if I lost, I would have to like check myself into like a mental institution. Like, <laughs> I just can't, it was just can't pick these fucking attitude. games. Uh, but now I know I really can't pick these games, so I just gotta pick the other side. Uh, but anyway, fellas, appreciate you. That'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed part two of our recap episode. Stay with us. We got some big previews coming this week, and we're about to get red hot. I keep saying that every week, but uh, this is the week that we get red hot. Um, As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two and stick with us as we continue this 2022-2023 season. Fellas, appreciate you.